All right. Welcome. Thank you for coming by today. What's going on? We have some big things happening right now. You know, we've had some pressure down here. Like I said, we had the worst day we've seen in probably six months for the S&P. A bunch of underlying things happening in the background. There's obviously some good news to come out of this as well. The fact being that the open interest on Bitcoin has dropped to nearly nothing is helping uh, with the volatility here. You can see like it's not taking very much money to, to swing us back and forth. There's a lot of uncertainty going on from what I can tell today. We have closed below 41,700 on a normal candle basis, but the Heikinashis have still yet to do so. Four hours being in the same boat. We've opened a lower low. We've not closed a lower low yet. So in the next four hours, if this was a reversal spike in volume, and we are going to continue to use this as a bottom, we do not want to see a lower low close. A lower low close would push us into a similar setup that we had basically where we pushed below the previous low at $56,000 to 53. We came back up, we retested that zone as now resistance, and then we crashed. So if we were to do a very similar thing here, we would come down to 37.38, come back up into 40.41, retested as resistance, and probably crash in towards 30. That's worst case scenario here if everything else fails and things continue to flop down. I still have orders open at the moment, really just wanting to see how we reacted after close. So I'm going to give it another hour or two if we start to turn these smaller time frames back around again, because this was a very quick approach of volume, right? Which is usually a higher indicator that this is a reversal time. The volume came in, but we really haven't just, we just don't have all the things aligned for us to be smashing through here. Yeah, I mean, we were, you know, we came back above, we faked out, we've crashed, but this is a very mediocre crash in terms of as far as crashes go. We still have that chance of maintaining here, holding it up, closing a higher low, and continuing. But it's not looking great at the moment. Definitely not. If we were to keep pushing down towards 37 and we were to come back up to 40, that's where I would be looking to add to my short position once it's confirmed as resistance, closing whatever left I have of the longs, if any. And that's kind of how I'd be approaching this here. You know, we haven't confirmed the lower low yet. We haven't confirmed a lower high yet, at least in that short, short term. Like I said, this could be all coming in from whatever, you know, what's going on with Russia, Ukraine, fear in S&P markets. Because as we know, the altcoins up until the last couple of days have been just looking amazing. They still look amazing on the macro. That hasn't changed yet. So lots of, lots of potential. But, you know, if the stock market continues to crash and can't find support as i mean it already kind of has at least on the shorter time frame basis it you know we fell this 100 points we're holding here at 44.65 get an overview quickly weekly looks terrible on the S&P daily is still not looking great but looking okay potential hidden bullish divergence on that uh, on that chart as well not the candle i was expecting to see honestly i thought when our four hour TC'd back up here, it was, you know, to <laughs> to stay, to continue. I said this candle can change, but if we don't start seeing a change in two hours, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's going to. 
the uh, 12 hour and 16 hour before close had, you know, I had some hope in them and they're looking at potentially reconfirming down. We need to see the confirmations coming back to the upside if it's going to not fall through this level. The leeway is down towards 38, 37. So if we are to come into this zone and we hold here and we retest and we break back through for you, we're still in okay shape too. But otherwise, 40,000 is way more important. Way more important. Seeing four hour closes below 40K, not good. Not good at all. Jay, do you have anything to add in here? Any thoughts, ideas? love to hear what you're thinking and we're at a critical spot obviously right now not just not just for obvious reasons on the chart you know the obvious support there but this this daily battle actually i would add a daily support line that it's funny how 50 dollars can make a difference mm -hmm. but i think in this case it might be i had a daily at forty thousand six sixty five. that daily was the daily from a year ago january when we came when we you know pumped up the 42k originally right mm -hmm. that's where i pulled that from and the daily now that actually I think is really actually mattering right now is the previous pump uh, we had on uh, you were just you were just pointing out you know the thirty seven thirty eight k possible range mm -hmm. um, on, on that low there before you know from fifty two k and then we came down to thirty nine k and then we pumped up to sixty nine right yeah. that daily is what I'm looking at right now and yeah. that was at forty thousand seven nineteen on Coinbase it depends on the exchange but. Mm -hmm. uh, I was watching it, and then the last 30 seconds of the candle, we dropped down another 100 bucks to close below that. And every time now, for what, 15 minutes straight, we've tried to pump up, you know, and we keep hitting 40,720 mm -hmm. and rejecting. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we can get back above that, okay, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I think, you know, if, if we can't get above that now, 40,700, yeah, I'm thinking so, man, 39, 39,000 ultimately maybe as low as 37.5, you know, mm -hmm. and, see, and see where we go, just come down another level pretty much there. I think 44,000 yeah. was kind of like our, our lower high yet again that we had, you know, on this way down here when we came up to 44, and then we held that 41.7 range you were talking about, came mm -hmm. up to about 43. That was our weekly level. So we had a weekly at 43.178. You can actually see like on the previous pump there on the all the way up there to 69K, right? This is the same area across there that we're on support right now. Uh, you can actually see on the weekly, that's literally 43.200. And we tried to close above it last week. We closed just below it. Uh -huh. And then yesterday we tried to break above it again. And we uh -huh. got denied by the exact same number again. So we got denied by a weekly at 43.2, you know, and then we just closed below a really crucial daily at 40,720. Not not very good um, in that regard, obviously. You know, but like, are they trying to trick the system in a way, trick those algorithms into filling orders for them? Kind of thinking so. Just, you know, that little extra bit that it needs to push lower. Yeah, push them out. Push them out. Exactly. Yeah, just push them out a little bit more. Get people a little bit more scared. You know, I'm, I'm seeing more divergences build that, you know, the Heiken Ashi daily, right? You know, we have a sell signal right now on this daily candle right now as it is. Um, doesn't mean it's, you know, it can't get wiped out if we pump up some here. But as of right now, we have a sell signal. But you know, for us to not have another divergence on that wolf pack there, uh -huh. bullish divergence, you know, how, how much would we have to dump down? We'd, we'd probably have to close candles down below, like probably 38, 37. Mm -hmm. And even that, I don't think we'll invalidate all of the bullish divergence we're forming on the daily. 
I'm still not really worried, you know, like, but 37 or 38 might give us one more bullish divergence or maybe just right now. If we yeah. close like this right now, wouldn't that cause another divergence? Because we'd actually have a lower low, but I mean, yeah. we're not too far down on the wolf pack there. It would, yeah. We are technically on this candle if we were to close where it is or lower than yes. If it were to turn around from that point, it would be diverged again. The funny thing is, is that the four hour is still TC'd up, potentially looking to invalidate TC back down, but hasn't done so yet, right? And we've seen this in the past where it's still TC'd up, it's pushed lower than where it TC'd and ends up forming that last div and turns around and continues up. So I would say until that four hour invalidates, we're still in line to turn around here. But if it invalidates the like, you know, anything long in the short term should be like you're it's done. There's nothing else on your side. The daily rejected the zero line. The weekly's down. The 12 hour, 16 hour had a chance. It's still still TC down too. I believe in these divs and everything. It's just like I'll look for that better opportunity and continue to add to my short. Something that I think is really relevant right now too and was just believing the weekly TC down. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like the weekly is still TC down and, you know, and now we have monthly diver monthly bearish divergence built into this one. You know, it, it, yeah, we could get a pump, you know, and I hate sounding like an eternal bear, you know, but like we could get a good pump. But just understand the weekly is still down and it's down pretty far on the wolf pack. Mm -hmm. So it would take several weeks just to turn that around of, you know, weeks of pumping. So mm -hmm. just something to keep in mind for everyone. Don't expect, you know, a pump, you know, to 50K tomorrow or something. Hey, it might happen. That weekly is kind of all we need to know still. Exactly. The overall macro trend is always going to be the most important thing to, to keep in your mind. I've said that a million times. Weekly trumps everything, you know, but because we had that previous weekly fake out, it was more likely that it was going to do the same thing again. And we were kind of playing into that. But you have to be on both sides to be able to take advantage of that. Yeah, we're starting these entries. But, you know, to, to trade against trend is very dangerous. It always is. It always will be. It's also the most rewarding when it pays off. But, it you know, it doesn't always pay off. Just some things to keep in the back of your mind. As much as I believe, like I said, these divs are not going to get invalidated. They could. It's still a possibility. The fact that we didn't confirm this divergence between 48,000 and 41,000 got rejected here on the zero line. It's not a good sign, but it is a sign that we should be near the end. Like as long as they don't invalidate, we shouldn't go below 37. If they invalidate and we retest and we bounce off zero line again at 41.42, that's when things get shitty. It's awful. This is awful. I, this is another uh, another reminder and maybe learning opportunity that, you know, for anyone that looks at the wolf pack and you see it roaring up to the zero line and it's red and, ooh, it's about to cross green. Yeah. <laughs> Until it actually closes green, it could just bounce right off the zero and say, nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, confirmation is so important. It's okay to take those starting entries, 1% to 2% until it happens. But until it happens, you know, that's it. Like grain of salt, like ready to pull it out if things don't go that way. Stay frosty. Yeah, baby. Pio, have you been listening to the economics stuff today? Yeah, it's all over the shop today, man. NASDAQ kind of broke down. Why? Like, what 
do we do we know a cause reason why things the S and P and the Nasdaq broke down today? It's volatility. There's just so many different kind of conflicting signals and kind of meta trend analysis. Like Omicron seems to pass by restrictions are being lifted everywhere. Seems yep. that's mm-hmm. done with really bullish in that sense. Mm-hmm. But inflation, man. The more bullish the economy gets, the more inflate it gives a feedback to inflation. And what classical economists talk about is like if you get wage price inflation, prices go up so much that like in general wages need to rise. That's when you really need are gonna be seriously realizing that interest rates will go up. Yeah. So there's all this like bullish impulse now, but at the same time it's like if the premier, then like things get a bit sad for a while because yeah. we'll need to take our pain. Yeah. And energy as well, the whole Russia thing. I don't want to put on my tinfoil hat, but it seems just so pushed in the media. Frustrating now. I got an ad today from Twitter mm-hmm. saying like Russia can invade. We have a sponsored by Rayathon. So I'm going to take a lot of that with a grain of salt, but like it does seem to be a factor. Then you'd other strange cryptic came out today, like Russia central bank recommending to ban crypto, blah, 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 whatever. Like Russia's new China. As the miners have gone there. But at the same time, the Fed came out and said, yeah, yeah, we're progressing, you know, looking into CB correlated with bullishness for crypto. I think it's more of a thought war right now. It's the inflation will die off because supply chains will free up, blah, 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 which is a massive element of truth in that. Mm-hmm. Um, or will wage price inflation truly entrench? And that's probably where my money is at because I'm an energy bull. Putting on a trading hat, it's very volatile. So, like, if you're a scalp trader and trader strategies, you were kind of underlining a point there. Like, you know, you're taking an entry, but like, wait for confirmation. Mm-hmm. Great. Like, this market might pick a direction. You never know. But the volatility is really good for that mentality and good trading right now. It's just like everything's kind of lining up right now. You know, Ethereum's at a critical $3,000 support. Bitcoin's yeah. right at 40800 They're all sitting on the levels like this is this is make or break. Yeah. This is fly or die. It's either we hold here or it doesn't. Exciting times. Not exciting times. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the, the crypto fear and greed index over the last month. We, for like a whole month straight, have sat between... 10 and 20. Extreme fear, extreme or fear. For like almost a month straight, starting in December, it was down here at 30, 20. It's just like we flatlined in fear for two weeks, three weeks straight. I think we're waiting for a relief, actually. I think I know if, if the C19 thing is kind of passed, and even here, like they're like, yeah, you don't need like it for travel anymore. I'm not a market psychologist. I've read far less books than everyone here. But, you know, that's a big weight off everyone's shoulders. Happy times, going holidays, see friends. I think that matters for a while, but I think it's a bit of a thud, given like the underlying like inflation is not a good thing. Like I said, this is the make back above or break scenario. Like we're right on that middle line, or at least we're right below it. We see what we saw the last time it happened. We pumped back. We made that higher high. We can do that again, or we can be retesting the bottom of the channel again. I mean, this is a retest and a rejection. Just like you were saying about fear and greed as well, like the on-chain is showing like retail has never been kind of like, not never been, but in recent history, it's it's pretty much a local low. Looking at a glass being half full. I still think the know. on-chain looks great. Yeah. Other than no interest. A year ago, man, like you, you look at 
boomer finance and tradfi news now and they're like articulating the you know the sub markets within crypto within the l1s and you're like a year ago is like these guys are gonna get wrecked the open interest dropping today could have been shorts closing like big money shorts closing knowing that this is where they don't think they're gonna break 40 like why else would it drop like that unless it was longs closing oh man these are looking so nice so good just the final slap in the mouth Probably. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Ah, the DXY has been interesting the last couple of days. So oh, I yeah? Got faked, I got faked out this morning. So, like, I posted a push meme. I saw the DXY. Like, okay, you're done. Turn me around. And no, I can invalidate it on a 12 hour. Take a little quick look. I'm finding good correlation with it at the moment, just instead of checking all the markets. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to, like, macro equity flow. Or, or equity what's happening yeah but i mean this also feels like a stretch yeah but like as exactly. bitcoin's stretching down we're stretching up on the dollar mm-hmm. right, let's go out a little bit more and look at our weekly and look then it's like look at this thing we're working on tcing down but there's no weekly shorter term divergence with inflation though that means the uh, dollar is going to be move somewhere else yeah, I could. I can see it continuing in the shorter term, like over the next couple of days. Maybe next week we start to continue pulling back from that weekly. It's just it's so funny that these the SLA is still in a bullish structure on the weekly and the monthly, even though everything else is PC down, bunny flows dying, plumlard indicator says no, 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 no. Everything's good in the head. Something I'm wondering if we're doing right now, if you look at the daily and you go to, I think it's July 20th, it was the, like the last final push down day before we pumped. Uh, so July 20th, if you look at that candle, you see it was like one last final divergence on the daily there, right? You know, that one last little big red candle before we were off, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, is, is this that, you know, like we're barely off the zero line on the wolf pack right now. So, okay. Is, is that what this candle is going to be? This kind of reminds me of when when we came up to 69k, right? The push up there. So we had our initial like pump up and then we sat in the 60s for a bit and then we pumped up to 69k and then we dropped. So we had that like one last little positive divergence. If you look, well, bearish divergence, right? That one last little candle that pumped up above it. If you invert the chart, we're doing the same thing. It's like one last little push up. In this case is a push down obviously, but like if if you invert the chart, it looks pretty much exactly the same kind of crazy <laughs> commander whitloaf seven more days until your one year crypto anniversary <laughs> and my birthday damn double day man that's awesome congratulations happy early birthday i'm just reading through some of these comments right now that you guys are posting uh jay kona saying that the two day looks the same on the wolf pack as it did in july as well Right. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, I see that. Yeah. And that's that's what I was pointing out. Yeah. How we had that like last push down and then the wolf pack was one last divergence on the daily. This absolutely could just be yeah, the last kind of final tick us around. As long as we maintain the divs, we're still good. If we do, we're in big poo poo. And if we don't, then things aren't as bad as they seem. It's just poop. Lots and lots of poop. <laughs> it's just it's just yeah, it's just kiboshery. That push up there that we had a what a month ago to fifty two k in the middle of this that that last TC up we had is yep. kind of like in the middle of the summer there that one little push up we had you know it's funny how similar this fractal actually looks to the summer fractal thinking if the 
market stock market comes down to like the S&P 500, if that comes down to like the 4350 range, if it does come down to that next low, mm-hmm. then Bitcoin would probably follow to 3738. If it doesn't do that and it comes back up, then this will probably be our low. That that is kind of my prediction. Yeah, you know, actually, I think you're bang on there, dude, because over the last four days in S&P, we've moved about 200 points from 4660 to 4460. And we've moved on Bitcoin from 43 to 40. There's a $3,000 price movement here and a 200 point movement on the S&P. So if we were to move another 200 points, did so you say we could wick down? We we could wick down to like forty two seventy five or so. But yeah. if we close above like forty three ten, because that's our last daily low, yeah. then yeah, I think yeah, I think that that kind of correlates. It's like a hundred and sixty. We could do a two hundred point drop and then close above though. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We'd also have a really nice fat daily divergence on the RSI if we could. Stay above that 4280, 4260 area. Ooh, some interesting uh, find here is the weekly Bitcoin slum A auto fibs mm-hmm. is the point six. The point six one eight is at thirty eight two hundred, uh-huh. and the top is still at a hundred k. Isn't that just great? Hmm. Never been so turned on. I know the weekly. Like I said, the market structure on SLA weekly and monthly still look great. They're still fine. They haven't flipped. We just we need that money flow to change. I really don't think we can go below thirty unless this were to get some sort of you know crazy crash event like we saw back here in March. I think that's the only thing that's going to take us out of the logarithmic growth curves. I mean, it's just it's just funny that support comes in in the exact spot. We're really fucking within a thousand dollars of the structure. When Lambo? When Lambo? Oh, ooh, too many years away. <laughs> be sure to watch these time frames over tonight and be safe the four hour, yeah yeah just keep in mind if that four hour reconfirms down you know and you're already in a short that's a re-entry opportunity especially if you've taken profits already on that short if you're in starting positions long you might want to think about closing those so be safe have a great night thanks for tuning in take care guys <laughs>